This is episode 194 of Shades Midweek. This is a podcast where we talk about theology, culture, and all things Shades. My name is Jean-Marc Durow, and I am recording this podcast inside of Three Stream Studio with the one and only Bradford Brown. Jonathan is not here with us today because he is off on his annual study week. Uh, He Mm -hmm. takes a week every year where he studies, he plans for the upcoming year. We're talking about sermon series. We're talking about where we're headed, you know, different events, membership classes, what dates. We have staff conversations, all this stuff. And so he's already... Uh, in the location that will not be disclosed, it's very private. Very private. We don't want anyone to become, it, you know, knocking on his door or anything like that. It's off the grid. It's very off the grid. Very exclusive. Yes. He has been texting us and other people in the church and emailing. Yes, and I think watching some TV. But other than that, <laughs> it's off the grid and completely disconnected. And uh, so he's been there since Sunday night, and Brad and I are going to go meet him at this undisclosed That's locale. That's right. A helicopter is picking us up at Shades. Private helicopter transport. It's going to cost half of our budget. Right. But it felt necessary. Yeah. So if you're wondering where the parking lot money is going, that's where it's going. <laughs> Uh, so Brad and I will meet him tomorrow and we're just going to spend a couple of days praying together and hanging out and talking about the upcoming year and, and all of that good stuff. So he's not with us today for the podcast, all that to say. Thank you for joining us today, Brad. Um, we've got a lot going on. A lot. So we just had our Roots Seminar uh, this past Sunday which mm-hmm. is, uh, for those that don't know what that is, it's a membership class that we do probably two times a year, right? That's right, yeah. And we just had our first of the year, and there were 23 people wow. in attendance. It's, it's exciting. It's exciting. We, we saw some new faces. Uh-huh. We saw some familiar faces. That's right. That's what's great. You know, you have folks like Jesse, who's been going to church here on and off since for almost 10 years. Right. <laughs> And so he was there at the membership class. But then you have some folks that just showed up yes. a month ago or two months ago. Exactly. So it's it's awesome. Uh, we had a great time. It was a great turnout. If you have any questions about membership, just email us. That's right, midweekatshadesvalley.org. Yeah, okay. What else is going on? Well, we've got Ash Wednesday service coming up, which is next wednesday wow that's crazy are you serious yeah right now? dude it's not tomorrow but it's next week february the 14th that's right it falls on valentine's day this year holy moly so if you'd like to attend the ash wednesday service here at shades valley uh we will be having it on february 14th at 6 15 p.m are you going right. to be wearing hot pink, John Mark? I, I as, might. As is your Valentine's Day tradition? You know, we really, this the only bummer about this year falling on Valentine's Day is that we found out about something cool that happens, Ashley and I did, uh, that happens at a uh, local restaurant here in Birmingham. Oh Would my you goodness. like to hear about this? I'd love to. And they only do it on Valentine's Day, okay. so we're not going to be able to partake this year because it's just not going to work out with the timing of when the service ends, when I have to get here to rehearse, all that stuff. So we're going to have to wait till next year. But would you like to hear about this? I'd love to hear about it. So local, I can be planning. Local cuisine. Oh, you're going to want to plan I'm this. always looking for something to do on Valentine's Day. So always looking. My first question is, have you ever heard of the restaurant The Waffle House? Let's see. Yes. Okay. Yes, it's a place you go to eat at 2 a.m., Get some breakfast. It's a lovely, quaint, intimate diner setting. Mm-hmm. And there's a number of locations throughout the city. Huh. And there's one on Highway 280 that okay. is, is uh, doing special Valentine's Day reservations. They do this every year at the Waffle House. Just this one Waffle House? Uh, in Birmingham. Okay. There's several throughout the state and throughout the country that they participate. Uh, so you have to find like whichever Waffle House is closest to you. But the one on 280 mm-hmm. uh, does this, and they they decorate the the whole place. Wow! And then they do like a whole nice Valentine's Day setting, like table setting, tablecloths. Yes. And so we were gonna uh, take the boys, and we were gonna. They've never been to Waffle House. Wow! Yeah, 
Wow. So we were going to take the boys and do this whole thing. And then when I called, they were like, well, we only do 5 to 9 p.m. on Valentine's Day night. <sighs> like, they don't do. She was like, you can come the day before, and we'll have some decorations up, but we don't do the whole thing. It's not the whole thing, though. So wow. uh, hopefully next year. That's right. We'll get to do that. But Man. for those that didn't know that, big Waffle House Valentine's Day plans. So nothing Pretty says awesome. yeah nothing says romance like a trip to the Waffle House. Nothing says intimacy, passion, you know, loving your your loved one more than an all-star special. That's just pounding an all-star special together yeah. with some hash browns. Yep. Oh my gosh, the the yep. waffles or the pancakes. Mhm. It's all good. Incredible. So, well, thanks for that tidbit, that Birmingham tidbit, John Mark. You're welcome. It's a little local, yeah, local stuff. Very informative. We there. love local. Eat local. Waffle House. Waffle House. Yeah, that's their slogan. Uh, started in Atlanta, did it not? No idea. I, I want to say that it did. I thought you would know that if you're an Atlanta guy. I don't. I had a friend that worked for Waffle House, and he said it was miserable. So, <laughs> that's about all I know. I miss the one that used to be over here. I know. On Oxbow. I went to that one several times. Yeah. Mm. That was a good one. Well, the other things that are that are happening is quick sports break. We've got the Super Bowl coming up this Sunday. Oh, that's What's right. your prediction? Who's going to win? Me Super and, Bowl Grant, Sunday. Me and Grant made our predictions a few weeks ago. I think we were I think he got his right. I, I think he said 49ers versus Chiefs. Did he really? I Wow. I think. I we have to go back and listen to the tape, but I'm gonna say who's gonna win. I'm gonna say that the Chiefs are gonna win because the NFL is scripted. Because <laughs> of one reason and one reason only, and that one reason is Taylor Swift. <laughs> I can't explain it. It's the star power. Huh? I can't explain how it all works, but it it just does. It's how the world works, and between her and the Kelsey brothers, I I don't know what it is, but. There is yeah. some sort of voodoo going on that cannot be stopped, even by the 49ers. You know, there's been a lot of discussion and conversation around Taylor Swift being at the games. Lots of conversation. What that's done. Lots of very necessary conversation. And how, you know, there's various feelings about this if mm -hmm. you just poll, random straw poll of Which is surprising. My thing is, mm -hmm. imagine this, Taylor Swift fans that are listening right now. Okay, yeah. You're at a Taylor Swift concert. Mm -hmm. You're loving it. This is like your favorite thing ever. You've you've paid all this money. You've waited for this. You've waited for this moment in yeah. your life. You're at Taylor Swift concert. You're seeing her live. She's performing your favorite songs. How wow. awesome would that be, right? Incredible. It's a moment. Mm -hmm. Big, big stadium. It's full of people. There, It's vibrant. It's live. Things are happening. There's energy. That's right. And then, imagine, in the middle of your favorite song, on the screens, we just go to some NFL plays. Real, just real quick. Let's just show some NFL players and what they're doing. Let's just see that for a little bit. Now, wait, around the stadium? NFL players in the stadium, or do you mean plays? No, like, maybe just some plays. Like, maybe they just do a break real quick. We're just going to cut to it real fast for, like, five seconds because people need to see this. It's the NFL. It's important. John Mark, Would that be annoying to anyone? What a <laughs> what a striking analogy. Would that be difficult? Maybe not. Maybe you're like, no, I'm I'm in the stadium with Taylor Swift. It doesn't matter if you show me what's happening with the Seahawks and the Broncos this week. Whew. Like maybe that's okay with you. But I think that's the rub with some folks. They don't mind. Mm. It's, it, you know, some people may legitimately like dislike Taylor Swift. I'm not saying that. Right. I think some people are, just want to watch the game and they don't, they never really mm. cared about the celebrities to begin with. So, mm -hmm, like, you know mm -hmm. how they would show like well, Jay Z? And it's like, I don't, that's what I was going to say. I don't care if Jay Z's there. That's great. Good. Yeah. Good for them. That's what I was going to say. That's awesome. That's what I was going to say. Is it's not unprecedented. Like right. if there is a major celebrity that right. loves a team and is at every game, like a Bill Murray type, they're gonna show him. Yes, they're uh, gonna show them. Yes. Right. Or who is it for the Lakers? Um, that was a huge like Lakers Spike fan. Like Spike Lee yes. or Jack Nicholson. Right. Leonardo DiCaprio. This happens. It happens, right? So It happens a lot. It just not seems to, defend to happen Taylor. a lot with Taylor Swift. It does happen with her. 
Yes, and it is, and been, she's at every game, and, and, it's I, been, and I would too. And you know? and as I with Taylor Swift, too. it has been very lucrative for everybody involved. I'm telling you, the NFL's loving it. Right so, JM, we got a little off track there. <laughs> the NFL's loving it right now. So, you think the Chiefs are going to win? Uh, that's what I'm. That's what I'm going with. Yeah. And if I'm being honest, I I didn't want the Chiefs to win. Yeah. I did, I wanted the Ravens to win. I did too. I think the Lions would have been cool too. Lions would have been cool, but well, anyway. But who are you picking? Well, here's you what already I'm picked. Do. I think or? I already picked the 49ers, But here's what I'm going to do. I think the Chiefs are going to win. I mm. want the 49ers to win. Yeah, me too. In my heart of hearts, me too. Yeah. And and there's a number of reasons why it's not really the Taylor Swift thing. It's uh, Mahomes has already won two already. And this is the, what, the fourth time that they've been to the Super Bowl in like five, six years or something like that. Crazy. So he's on a dynasty run, which is great to see. I love it. You sure. love to be a, to witness history. But uh, it would just be nice if somebody else won. So that's kind of where mm. I'm at. I like uh, – there's some there's some folks on the 49ers that I think deserve a Super Bowl. Mm. So we'll Okay. See. We will we'll see. see. Um, and then tomorrow night, the Iron Bowl of basketball – Oh, that's Part right. Two. Part two. In Neville Arena. What's going to happen? What's going to happen? Alabama at Auburn. What do you think? You never know with the Iron Bowl. What so do you think? here's what just happened inside my body. I immediately went to say Alabama's going to win because it feels too vulnerable to say that I think Auburn's going to win. Right. Because... Then if we lose, then Alabama fans have the pleasure of knowing that I thought we were going to win. Yeah. And then we lost. And right. so it's that worse. But, I mean, if we're being honest, I think Auburn at home is pretty tough to beat. Clearly the record would show Historically, that. Historically, that has been the speaking, case. statistically speaking. And with it being such a close game as it was last time, you would think that right. the home court advantage might give us that win. So that's what I'm saying. And if we lose, then I'll be just handed over on a silver platter Devastated. to all the yeah Alabama fans out here. Well, the when Grant was on two weeks ago, it was the day of the Iron Bowl of basketball part one. Wow. I didn't make a prediction, but if I remember correctly, I said I thought – this was going to be, you know, Grant was like, Auburn's going to win by 10 points. He did the reverse jinx thing where you mm -hmm. say your team's going to lose by a lot to reverse jinx it. Classic lawyer move. Yeah, uh, and it worked. But I I was telling people, I mean, you remember I had conversations with you off air where I was like, I think Auburn's probably going to lose this game. We both felt it. We, You could just feel it, and it's tough to win on the road. And so I didn't make a prediction, but I said I think it's going to be really hard for Auburn to win this game was mm. kind of my there's no doubt thinking. about that and so I I will say with this one I feel a little better um like you said I think being being at home is uh it's always that extra boost it gets you a few extra points That's gets right. you a few extra baskets that you need in a tight game there's I do no think doubt. It, it should be a close game because I'll oh, yeah. say it I'll say it Bama's got a good basketball team they do. They're well coached. They've shown that. They're well coached. Uh, Mark Sears is playing out of his mind. Yeah, he's playing really well. And they've got a lot of shooters on that team. And so, you know, I think anything could happen. So you, I think get, hot with the, with you get hot with a three-point shot. Yeah. You know, you never know. Reminds me of Auburn a few years ago. Yeah, that's right. Um, so that's, uh, that's what's going on there with the sports break. All right, let's go on to the Jams album of the week. Do we have an intro for the sports break yet? I think that's just the intro. Just me saying. I'm that. waiting for the electric guitar intro. <laughs> All right, I got a single for you. This is the album of the week. It comes from various artists Richard Reed Perry, Little Scream, and the Bar Brothers. This is a single off the Iron Claw original soundtrack. The song is called I Want to Live That Way Forever. I got a feeling these days 
Yes, sir. Pretty rock, cool. Rock and roll, man. Real rocking, real raw. I love the guitar tones. I love the way she sings this song. The Bar Brothers I was familiar with from a long time ago. They had a song that I thought was really cool, but I never really got into any of their albums. And then uh, they do this collaboration with an artist named Little Scream and a composer named Richard Reed Perry for uh, this movie that came out about uh, a true story about this wrestling family, pro wrestling family. The movie was called The Iron Claw. came out over Christmas break. Devastatingly sad, true story. But this song, man, they played it at the end credits, and it had not been released yet, so I was trying to Shazam it to see what it was, and nothing was coming up. They finally put it out in January of this year. So, Wow. So cool, man. Great mm. single. I highly recommend it. I want to live that way forever. Richard Reed Perry, Little Scream, and the Bar Brothers. Check it out. Very good. Speaking of a collaboration. <laughs> Man, did you hear Rick and Bubba retiring? No. Did you hear about that? Huh. Yeah, Rick and Bubba. They're going to be off the air at the end of this year. Great. And I haven't even had them on Bradford's Book Club. Wow. Welcome Again, to another moment in time, another segment of Bradford's Book Club. Today, John Mark, I have a book that is hot off the press. Hot. It's still hot from from being printed. It's a book that I have not read yet because I just got it. But it is a book that has been talked about and one that I think will be informative for listeners of Shades Midweek. It's part of the series, Biblical Theology for Life, the title, Blessed Are the Peacemakers, a Biblical Theology of Human Violence. John Mark, look at this cover. I love that. Yeah. almost like very intense. Kind of like a zombie movie almost. Yeah. Let me just read a little bit about it. Scripture reveals the nature of human violence in all its types including interpersonal, structural, sexual, and political violence. To explore what the Bible says about human violence, Old Testament scholar Helen Painter dives deeply into even the most problematic biblical narratives, starting with the creation narratives in Genesis and moving to the conquest of Canaan. She investigates how these texts speak to the origins of human violence and its dynamics. The prevalence of violence through biblical history is inescapable. Through prophetic voices and Jesus' teaching, the Bible reveals the seeds of violence exist within every human heart. Woof, that's a heavy line, isn't it? Along the way, Painter considers other relevant biblical themes, including the apocalypse, crushing the serpent's head, and the concept of divine vengeance. Despite evidence of resistance movements in the Bible, it is only on the cross that an absorption of violence by God takes place, a defeat of violence by self-sacrifice. Yeah, that's strong. Yeah, considering the pervasiveness of violence and its concealed structures in our Western society, Painter challenges readers to consider their own complicity. The question of how we regard others, both as individuals and as societies, is deeply relevant and urgent one for the church. The church is called to be a prophetic witness to the nonviolent eschatological world that we await. So, check it out. Blessed are the peacemakers, a biblical theology of human violence. It has a very detailed table of contents that I know if you go to Amazon, you could open up and look through to see if you would find some of the discussions um, relevant. But, uh, truly a uh, comprehensive work here, John Mark, on the on the topic. That is a fancy-looking book there. I like it. Yeah, I really like holding it. Yeah, that's awesome. Check mm-hmm. it out. Great recommendation today. Yeah, Blessed Are the Peacemakers, Helen Painter. All right, well, I thought it would be a good idea to call up one of our deaconesses, which is what I'm going to do right now as we speak. We're going to talk about one of the ministries here at Shades Valley Community Church. My goodness, Church. who could it be? Pizza Hut, how can I help you? Yes, it is our deaconess of pizza. Ashley DeRoe is here with us. Wow. 
Hit the clap button. Hit the clap button. Yeah. Uh, yes. Actually, uh, Ashley DeRoe recently became the deaconess of the women's ministry here at Shades Valley. And so she was just on back in December for a meet a member. That's where we announced it mm-hmm. for the first time on the podcast. We thought we'd have her back because a lot has been happening. A lot. In the women's ministry. And mm-hmm. we thought, who better to talk to than the person at the source uh, the one in charge That's of it right. all. The top uh, of the food chain. So, Ashley, uh, you're at work today. How's it going so far? You hear that? I can hear you now. Are you okay? <laughs> did you hear me typing? I, I did not hear you typing. Oh, John Mark always thinks, like, when he calls me and I'm at work and I'm typing, he's like, you're not really typing that fast. You're just pretending to type. Yeah, it it sometimes feels like when you go to the airport and they're just typing in a lot of letters on that keyboard into the computer. And you're like, there's no way that much can be going on right now. Um, How's work today? Work is good. I'm a little behind. I had some, we had some student-led conferences at school this morning with the boys. And I've got my door shut. And I'm cranking, cranking those numbers, guys. Wow. Billions of dollars. Mm. Billions. We know about that here at Shades Valley. That's, that's just our checking account, our personal one. I was just talking about of course. our bank. Of course. Our bank account. <laughs> well, Ashley, I'm so glad that we can distract you now that you've gotten a moment to yourself and are behind at work. But we do have a very important topic, and that is everything going on with the Women's Ministry of Shades. Do you want to give us an update? Yeah. So we had, can you guys hear me? I don't want to like yell. Yeah, you, like you sound great. Okay. Oh, thanks, Brad. Just kidding. I knew that was you, babe. <laughs> um, it's going good. We had our first um, meeting. I just wanted to get some women in the room, people who... I mean, there were a lot of people who care and couldn't come, but just people who, like, really made time to speak on what they want 2024 to look like for women, and we have a ton of really good ideas, and now we just need the hands and feet to work. So, honestly, I think it's going to be good. I think we've got at some point in the meeting, I had to be like, hey, this is a lot. And um, I think I think we just, as women, we want to, um, I don't know, maybe not, not as women, maybe just as people who want to, like, be fed and help and, um, I don't know. Women, okay, well, I'll just go there. So two things I took away from that meeting is, one, personally, women in the church body, we kind of have a foot in all of it. Like, Mm. and I feel like, and I I didn't say this to any of them, but it's just like what I got from the meeting was like, we want to part, we, we feel like not the burden, but we have, we feel like a huge responsibility to have our foot in every part of how, like of the church. And so I think like, a part of my role is not only to like delegate and make sure people are, are leading where they're gifted, but it's to also like rein us in and say like, Hey, we're not going to, we're not going to do that or shoot John Mark an email and let John Mark roll with that or shoot uh, Amy Ross an email and let her run with that. And so I think that's so important when you have like a group of people who like want to do a lot and see like a lot of people thrive sometimes you have to hone it in. So I feel like what I heard the loudest was the women of shades want to be fed right now. And that's why like my priority was to launch, go ahead and get like launch the three options of our one Bible study. So Mm. three different times to learn the same thing. If you miss Tuesday night, you can come Sunday morning and we're just all on the same page and a Bible study, not a book study. We made it very clear that during the year we want to read the Bible. And then maybe in the summer we can do a book study of like, you know, an inspirational book that has like touched somebody before. So, um, 
Yeah, so, that was a lot. Yeah, so Nancy Ledbetter and Julie Kaler have been leading a women's Bible study now for probably a couple of years, I want to say, and they've been doing this on Tuesday nights, and that's been available. Uh, but you're right, sometimes it can be difficult uh, depending on what stage of life you're in and what's going on. Uh, you know, to make that time. And so one of the things like you were saying that you guys decided at your meeting was to try to offer three different times where you're all studying the same uh, Bible study, uh, but just some different locations and some times just to make it more accessible for more women to attend, which I think is a great idea. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Start there, give this seven weeks, see how we like this flow. And like knowing like we're like, I'm going to attend my first women's Bible, like consistently my first women's Bible study at Shades. That's insane. We've been there for almost 11 years, but I've had little kids for 11 years and I'm, you know, mm-hmm. and you work at the church, I work full time. Like it just wasn't a priority for me. Um, and now I have margin and I realize like some people have mar- more margin like me to go to something um, on Sunday morning and some people have margin to go to something in the middle of the day. And uh, unfortunately, like I'm not trying to sound like a big feminist here, but women have to think about a little bit more to get to a place during the week or at night or in the morning. That is just how it is. And so whether you have kids or not, we just have to like, um, we have to, we have, there's always a lot of moving pieces for women, I think. And I think that's okay. And so the way we're going to try and champion that and not say that that's a problem, we're going to say, okay, we're going to offer options. And not only that, we're going to all learn the same thing. And so that mm-hmm. will create so much more community amongst us. And it'll be like, nice to know, like three different times, um, it's offered and we're diving into the the book of Isaiah together. So, yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. So the the Bible study that I mentioned previously that's led by Nancy Ledbetter and Julie Kaler, that's still going to meet on Tuesday nights. I believe it's 6.30. That's what I have yeah. in the church calendar right now. So what are the other yeah. two times uh, that you'll be meeting and who, are, who will be facilitating those Bible studies? Yeah. So, um. Sunday, I call it the Sunday AM group. That's Sunday mornings before church. So like your typical Baptist small group. <laughs> Sunday <laughs> school, right. they call it. Sunday school. Um, we're going to be meeting in that first room, the old nursery, that first room right when you walk in the shades on the left. Um, we're going to be meeting at 845. So it'll be like an hour of video discussion. And then there's like a book to go along with it. And that'll be... Um, Tanisha Garnier and Joni Ford. Mm-hmm. Yes. Why did I want to say Joni Butler? Was that the name? That's another Joni that was here. Jo- yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Joni Ford, Miss Joni Ford. So um, they are going to tackle that together. And then I'm actually talking to someone about, someone reached out to me about offering a daytime one. So I'm helping them come up idea, come up with ideas on how to do that um, because they tra- this person like travels some. So um, mm. hopefully by the end of the week, we will be able to announce that we have like fulfilled our daytime Bible study, which I'm really hoping that it works out for people who have been really wanting that. Unfortunately, I know like childcare is such a, such a, not a point of contention, but it is like a, a need in our church. Um, but I, we're not able to offer that. That's just not where our priority is right now. So I think with offering the options, like hopefully that will give people more time to figure out what to do with their baby. So, um, but I also did have a young lady come up to me and wants to offer her time to help with childcare. So I'm just hoping mm-hmm. that cool. will naturally um, come together. So Tuesdays at 6.30 at Shades, Sunday mornings at 8.45, and then hopefully we're offering a third uh, daytime option like during the week. Amazing. 
I love the idea of doing the same study, but offering different times to work with everyone's schedule. I think that's an awesome mm-hmm. idea. And I'm really excited yeah. to see how it goes and what everyone's experience of that is. Me too. Yeah. Now, I know there are also some other opportunities for women to get together and maybe even spend some time with someone that they don't know. Could you tell us a little bit about an exciting opportunity that Mika McBride has been heading up? Mm-hmm. So I don't know if she, like, came up with this idea but or if she's just, like, following a template that she saw or was a part of, but it's this amazing opportunity to basically like uh, say you want to be a part of a connect, like you want to connect with women in the church, but you also want to say of when and how. So she like created this like Google form and basically you just say when you could meet, where you'd like to meet date times and you meet, there's like, it's like this no pressure meetup. I think it's once, a quarter, maybe once every two to three months, you guys meet up, connect, and um, those pe- you're meeting with those people based off of the needs that you uh, told Mika about. Mm-hmm. I've never done it. Um, I might do it this semester. I also might wait next do it the next time she offers it. Um, she does a really good job of organizing it and launching it and keeping um, me and, and, and the staff in the loop so I really appreciate her um it's just a really creative way to um get women in the church connecting yeah absolutely um and for those who might be interested in that or didn't know that 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 was out there uh it was in the Sunday morning bulletin this past week Mm -hmm. where there was a QR code you could scan and go to the Google form document you can also find out more about that I'll post about it to the socials at some point this week Oh, yeah. And, uh, yeah. and all of that. That'd so, be great. Um, there's a number of ways to figure out how to get to that document. But yeah, once again, just another great way in which people are stepping up and uh, providing something, a need that's in the church to meet others, to have community with other folks, especially uh, women that you don't know. And it's just a good opportunity. And the way that, like you were saying, the way this is done is just, it, it makes it a lot easier to, to plan and coordinate. Um, Mm-hmm. And, and you can kind of do it when it's uh, when it's best for you, which is cool. Mm-hmm. Well, and I just love that the women of SVCC have a space where they can come and talk about ideas and talk about things that they want to do mm-hmm. and can be heard and it can be thought through together. So I just love the fact that that space is provided. Yeah, for sure. We're hoping to um, do that more. I think we all agree like our priority right now is to get the Bible study launched. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so there's some other things that I'm starting to get rolling. I'm just trying to figure out, I don't know. I'm, I'm not like on my knees praying about it, but I just have certain people that I want to reach out to. I feel like I always do better and feel a little bit more confirmed in like my daydreams when someone reaches out to me and says like, how will you be interested in this? Mm. So that's kind of what I'm doing right now. And um, I'm really excited about the people who have said yes to certain things. So that's there's great. like a lot more to come. So, Well, and you know, yeah. it's funny with that. Um, at the last deacons and deaconess meeting that we had uh, in mm-hmm. October, when uh, everyone went around the room and introduced themselves I ask, you know, how'd you get into this position? And 98% of the room was asked to be in that position. It's not just that they volunteered in and of themselves. It's that either John Mark or myself or Jonathan went to them and said, hey, you know, we see some kind of ability or talent. There's no pressure, but would you be interested in doing this? Uh So, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, there's something to be said for that. Mm Mm-hmm. For sure. For sure. Wow. God, we're, so, we're on the same wave. In sync. That's right. Well, I know this is way, way out into the future later this year, mm-hmm. but we have dates. Do you want to announce the dates for the women's retreat yet? Or are we holding on to that? Mm. No, I mean, we've, po- we've posted and announced it on the podcast already. Okay. Let's go ahead and just reiterate those dates. I know they're in the church calendar. 
but for those who yep. maybe haven't heard it, let's go ahead because we yeah. want we want folks to get this on their calendars so that something right. else doesn't come up. We want a lot of women to attend the, uh, to attend this awesome retreat opportunity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you want to feed me those dates? Because the fact that it's kind of in November is freaking me out. It freaks me out every single time, which is something we've never done. <laughs> but I think it. Cool. Yeah. Let me pull so, so what I have is Friday, November 1st through Sunday, November 3rd. That is what yes. I have uh, yes. on the church calendar, which, yeah, you're right. I think you guys typically do it, have done it in October. Uh, right. But, so, yeah. For, so, we either, we used to do it, like, late September, early October, and then it would be, like, hot when we went, and everyone's like, oh, because we all kind of, I think the majority of us want this, like, cabin vibe with coffee or whatever. Um, this year we went early October and it actually was cold, which is wild, but we're tr- this year, I think as knowing, like not knowing school calendars, but knowing which holidays like schools acknowledge in October mm-hmm. and then Halloween celebrations, harvest celebrations, whatever. We went with an early November date, which honey, I know that is very close to our 15 year anniversary. So oh. just, Book the all-inclusive, not that weekend. That's right. That might be a trip to Waffle House maybe that week or something. (laughs) I told Brad uh, during the intro of the podcast about the Waffle House Valentine's Day situation. I know. I'm so bummed we can't go. I I just pictured John Mark Um, walking into the service and being like, yeah, Ashley's so bummed because we can't go to Waffle House tonight for Valentine's Day. I've got big dreams. (laughs) I Big just dreams. experience it, and Brad, our kids have never been to Waffle House. That is a, that is a shame. It's that crazy. I know, man. I'm I want some bacon now. They're just not going to know it. what to do. It's going to be so awesome whenever we do go. Mm. Hey, uh, also, yeah. I wanted to say I went so the on the church on church center. You know, there's the Great Sign Group, and then there's the Women's Ministry Group. Yes. I also went ahead and created an event on the women's ministry calendar in there for the retreat. So if you want to know when um, those dates are again, it's posted in there. And once you find, like once you go to the group, it'll say like events happening and it'll say like our retreat date. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. So for those who don't know, if you are on church center and you are a woman and you are interested in getting a lot of updates or maybe even having a message board available for you to use to talk with other women at Shades. We have the Grace Vine, which we will still use. That's like more of the public church board that's used for all sorts of sundry items, various and sundry mm-hmm. things. Um, but we created a women's group that you can um, you know, privately join. It's only women uh, Brad and I can't look at it or anything like like that. But but you have the ability to uh, post calendar events on there, keep people updated with the Bible study and all those types of things. Mm-hmm. It's really really cool. So if you are a woman, you're on Church Center, you need to just go to the groups tab in the app if you have the app, mm-hmm. and you'll see a way. You'll be able to join it uh, that way, which is really cool. That was a great idea, Ashley. Thank you for mm-hmm. uh, coming up with that. It was awesome. Um, (laughs) Now, there was one other thing I was going to ask you about, and it's now it has escaped me after we talked about the the church center group. Well, we'll just have to maybe maybe it'll come to me. Is there any is, is there anything else that you would like to discuss or talk about or mention? Yeah, I need to get with your website guy. You know, I'm really mm, dreaming about an tough. entire page dedicated to women's ministry. Because like I said, there are a lot of details to women into our ministry. And we have a lot of ideas that fit into our ministry. And so our dream is to like, for newer people, like to log on to the website and be like, oh, women's ministry, click it. Oh, maternal needs click it or like member needs click it so that's our goal is to like streamline everything and everyone knows where to go when they need something like they don't have to always go to you jonathan and brad like they can connect with another woman and be like hey i have a friend who's having a baby 
and she really needs clothes. Do you know of anybody who has like all boys size zero to six months? I'm like, of course I do. Like so-and-so does new birth needs. I will connect you and she will find people who want to give you clothes. Just stuff like that. Extreme lining needs. And then like, I don't know. I feel like I talk a lot about women who have babies. And so I feel like one of my goals is to recognize like that not all women have that layer into their life, which is not a problem and which isn't a, like, like it's neither bad or good. And so I'm trying to like get a big picture of what does a, a woman, a part of the body look like. And so there are a lot of pieces to that. Um, and so I think um, we're just going to hone in on connection and just keep growing from there. Yeah, I think that's a great, that's great idea. We can definitely talk to the website people here. Yep, uh, we'll get with them. And yeah. Figure yeah. something out. That should, that yeah, that be really staff good. member who's just mm-hmm. dedicated to the web the website. That's John Mark, if you don't get the joke. <laughs> if you haven't picked up on that. Ashley, I think you're doing a wonderful wow. job so far. What an episode. On the job. Um, just think you're doing great. Really excited about all the exciting things that you're coming up with. Now, what about the uh, – there's been a rumor – uh, mm. That's been going about. Mm. Uh, uh, that has something to I do. Call that, I call that tea, honey. That's called tea. That's All what right. the kids call. It. I'm not. In, yeah, I'm not with the whole Gen Z lingo <laughs> here. I'm not in my Gen Z era. Um, so uh, something about. I've heard some rumblings about a choir potentially. Oh, what's going on with this? Wow, what's happening. I'm telling you. Women can do it all, y'all. Can do it all. Um, no, a sweet member. She just wanted to know if we can sometimes have a choir on stage. And I said, I think John Mark would love that. Email him at johnmarkandshadevalley.org. Now, let it be stated that I am not anti a woman's choir, but could there be men in this choir? Could it be a, no, a woman yeah, and no, a men's I think, choir? You I know, think I over-exaggerated it because it was a women's meeting. I told John Mark. Uh, well, you're, choir. But I think, I think what she was saying is, and again, I, women carrying the burden and responsibility for people, for, for people who aren't thought about, that's just who we are. She was just saying like, there are people who would who can sing and would love to sing, but feel more comfortable in a group. And I love I love that idea. I also told them that could, you know, create a practice during the week. And I don't know if that's like a possibility. And so then I I love the idea, um, but it did not make it to our whiteboard. Yeah. Hmm. I, I mean, I'm getting excited. About- I'm getting excited about it. I don't know if you all know this about me, but I was a four-year, um, from freshman to senior year, four years, Macintosh Chamber Choir and Macintosh Men's Glee Club, and I was a tenor one all four years. Wow. A lot of falsetto. Tenor one? Tenor one. I was I'm really... two, so I, I can do tenor one. I was I'm really tenor two. two, yeah, but... Uh, they needed tenor ones, and so okay. I, I had a mean falsetto at the time. Man. So that's where okay, I, Brad. yeah, that's where I landed. So anyway, I would be a part of the choir. That's all I'm saying. Brad, I love you, but no, I'm going to go ahead and say no. I'm going to draw a boundary and say you cannot be a part of it. He you sounds overqualified. I am. A, I am a little overqualified. I was going to ask John Mark about sheet music. You know, because I'd like to do a little bit of sight singing in practice just to warm up. But, yeah, I mean, it's something we can talk about. But I love the idea. I'm for it. Whoever that woman was that brought up this idea, know that Brad Brown is in your corner. Yeah. Choral stuff, that can be, you know, I don't have a lot of experience leading a choir. In fact, none. So... (laughs) Yeah, but, I think someone actually said that, like, could John Mark do that? I'm like, he's not going to bring out sheet music, but he can. Yeah. Do you have a baton? People can sing. I can tell people, people when to sing and when not to sing. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. then we have people like Brad who can carry the tenor section. Mm-hmm. That's so right. That'll be fine. People that are a little more advanced, like myself. <laughs> you know, 
I went to a small private school and we uh, did a choir like one or two years. We tried to start start one up, and so yep. that was like one of the electives that I took was choir, and it was oh, a very yeah. small choir. It was maybe like 10, 12 students or something like that. Sure, sure. And here's what's funny. We went to uh, we went to a competition, but we didn't compete. We we went to the competition because there was like a big group uh, performance that happened like at the end of the competition week, if that makes sense. So mm-hmm. you didn't have mm-hmm. to compete, but you could come and join the big mm-hmm. the big choir. And what I realized quickly was that, um, number one, I was supposed to learn all this sheet music, and I didn't learn any of it. Oh, boy. So I was just doing everything by ear. <laughs> I couldn't read any of the sheet music whatsoever. And then I realized that when we got to the big setting and we started practicing together, that I didn't know any of the melodies. And so I just stood by this guy that was a really great singer, and I just listened to what he was doing, and I just copied everything that he did. Oh, yeah. That's classic (laughs) high school choir. You got one strong person, and everyone else is just following them. Just trying my best Mm -hmm. to keep up. But the harmonies were beautiful. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. You love to feel the harmonies in the car. It drives me insane. I try my best. I try my best. I mean, since car, we're carpool you know, karaoke, talk, since we're talking about ourselves and how good we are at singing, right? When right. I tried out, when I tried out for, I think they called it Corral. I might have talked about this on Nanita member, but no, I don't think so. You had to to try out. You had to like fight read and so I kind of just like held a piece of paper and sang it just so you know I practiced or whatever right and they were like you don't know how to sight read and I was like I have no idea how to sight read and they were like well the bummer is is you know how to sing and I was like yeah so they're like we're gonna we're gonna let you we're gonna let you in but you gotta learn how to sight read and I remember having um a friend I was like in seventh I must have been in seventh grade because she was in eighth grade and she could sing. And so we always shared sheet music and she would just take her finger and tell me like when to go up and when to go down because she was an alto too. And so it looked like I was sight reading, but I wasn't. And then I just like was hearing, I would just hear it. And then she would tell me like, she was basically directing me with her finger. So. Wow. You know, Burlington Middle School. Crazy. You know, this is jogging memories for me. I was actually my in fifth grade. You had to try out. This is crazy. You had to try out to be part of the elementary school choir, and I think you had to do some sight singing. But I was a Kedron Troubadour. Was the the wow. name of the group? I had a purple tuxedo vest that I would wear, and I think at the time I was a soprano. A troubadour. <laughs> Brad, I swear, you get better and better. <laughs> oh, man, bringing back some memories. All right, Shades Choir. This is the future, oh. guys. Could be coming soon. This Who is knows? the future. My idea, I have a great idea. Ashley, tell me what you think. For about the women's this. ministry? No, for the choir. <laughs> okay. That might be all women, which I'm not against. Um, is what if everybody stood up top? So, you know, you have the screens. Yeah. Well, you can walk yeah. up there. So what if we had people above the screens and then across the top that connects the screens? It's a choir loft of sorts. Could you imagine the power? I have have a very important meeting to go to. This is all necessary things, Ashley. This entire podcast is necessary. Okay. Brad, I I love that this is your takeaway. This is your takeaway from my very important deaconess job. This is your takeaway. I'm excited about it all, just to be clear. But, yes, the choir does have a special place in my heart, clearly. Well, Ashley, we are so thankful for everything that you've done, everything that you're doing, and we're looking forward to see what else will come in the following days. Same. Same, Brad. Yep, you're doing a fantastic job. Thanks for coming on Shades Midweek and uh, talking about what is this like? You have like eight or nine jobs, so this is just one of the many things that you do. So thanks for taking some time out to speak with us about it and to share it with the vast Midweek audience. Vast. Uh, the masses. So much. 
All right. All right. Well, I love you so much. Have a good rest love of your you day. Love you too, honey. All right. Thanks I'll... for the space, guys. Yep. Appreciate you. Love you too, Ashley. Can you sing that, Brad? Sing it. <laughs> <clears throat> to the tune of Row Your Boat. Here I go. Oh, all right. Love you so much. Love y'all too. Right. Bye. Bye. Well, that was fantastic, Brad. I really enjoyed that. A um, lot of exciting things happening with the women's ministry here at Shades Valley. Things are just getting started. That's right. Things are just getting started. We'll be talking years from now. What will we be saying? Well, we'll be looking back at this conversation on midweek. Being and like that we was did. that was the turning point. We didn't even know. We had no idea. Yep. We didn't know what was in store. Mm-hmm. It's incredible. Well, uh, I'm trying to think if there's anything else we need to mention before we go. If you want to email us here at midweek, you can do so at midweek at shadesvalley.org. I did want to say that we have Jonathan overpromised last week because mm-hmm. he said we were going to read the rest of Tanisha's email, but he neglected to realize that he wouldn't even be here. See? So we will do mm. that next week. That's why and, I never make promises. And there was another email that, that got sent down to the email. That's corridor. right. That, that we need to read. That's right. So well. a lot, a lot of time in the quarter next week. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure we'll recap the Super Bowl. It'll be over. We'll, you know, hopefully Auburn gets the big W. We can recap that. Packed a episode. Lot of exciting things. That's right. Um, so you can always email us at midweek at shadesvalley.org. And uh, why is that, Brad? Because you're part of the conversation. <laughs>